Peter, banks like the ANZ continue to reel in the profits, but how long can this be sustained given pressure on the economy from rising interest rates? Well, Stephanie, that's one of the big questions. The ANZ statutory profit after tax, which is what we primarily look at, has come in flat at $7.1 billion, so just a smidge higher than a year ago, though its preferred measure of cash profit, which is the absolute hard cash they have on hand, is up 14% at $7.4 billion. So the ANZ's the latest of the big four banks to join that $7 billion club. But ANZ shares dived as much as 3.8% earlier this morning when that cash profit came in lower than expected. Shareholders will get a higher dividend. The net interest margin, which is the difference between the cost of sourcing money and what ANZ gets for lending it out, is slightly higher and the strong profit means the ANZ's balance sheet is reinforced to hand any, handle any credit losses as borrowers feel the pressure from those 13 Reserve Bank interest rate rises since May last year. But like other banking bosses, ANZ's Chief Executive Shane Elliott isn't seeing high levels of mortgage stress just yet, with only 2,000 customers out of the million on the ANZ's loan book asking for help. But this morning, Shane Elliott was doing his best to be compassionate, conceding the ANZ might have to step in and help in the coming months. I want to acknowledge those in the community struggling with inflation and higher interest rates, particularly those with less secure employment, lower incomes and renters, many of whom are disproportionately younger. Thankfully for those with existing loans, even first home buyers, the number of customers experiencing financial stress remains modest, but for each one, this will be highly distressing. Now it's highly likely we'll be called on to provide more support in the coming year and we're ready and able to do so. ANZ Chief Executive Shane Elliott there. And Peter, you mentioned the ANZ's in the $7 billion club, but like the Reserve Bank, is Shane Elliott concerned about geopolitical events and how they could hit here? Yes, and those geopolitical events are way out of the control of any of Australia's banks and also the Reserve Bank. As Shane Elliott says, he remains deeply troubled about the war in Ukraine and what's unfolding in the Israel-Gaza war. Of course, issues the Reserve Bank is also watching very closely in terms of inflation. But closer to home, the cyber attack at DP World and supply chain block if this crisis isn't resolved with 30,000 shipping containers stranded. What could that mean for inflation? And could that weigh on the 14th Reserve Bank interest rate hike? The RBA will probably look through the DP world issue, but if it becomes long-running and stokes inflation, it's one of the many factors going towards a potential rate rise in February after the next set of quarterly inflation numbers are out in late January.